you listen to episode 79 of the Geeks for Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour, and I'm here with Joe Morgan. Gadzooks! <laughs> Shelly Walter. Good morning, or evening, Good morning. or afternoon, <laughs> or night. I realized you can listen to this at any time in the day. Anytime you it's want. It's true. Really, I have to greet for any time of the day, which is all of them. If you're <laughs> listening to this on the commode, I hope everything comes out all right. The commode? Not the commute? The commode. The, the, oh. The, yeah. What's the commode? You Western people. It's a toilet. <laughs> okay. I had no Got idea. <laughs> wow. You guys really didn't have a clue. I can tell when I looked at you all that you had no idea what I was saying. I'm glad we cleared That's that up so for everyone. That's so weird to me. I'm like, he obviously means the commute. Uh, hopefully right. you are not commoting while you commute. <laughs> is, is commoting the verb yeah. for it? Do you commode? Sounds but, like uh, we just, I, maybe that's a southern thing. We always called it a commode. No. And in yeah. fact, I had a, I had a social studies teacher that said you, you knew which Roman ruler caused the decline of Rome. It was Commodus because everything went down the crapper. <laughs> oh, that's that's kind of creative. Well, <laughs> all right. The more you know, <laughs> Joe. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> what are you geeking out about this week? So, the thing I've been geeking out about the most the last couple weeks, I, I've been in. I, I've been getting into mountain biking. I went and mountain biked a couple times last week. I'm going tomorrow. If the weather's good, I'll be going again Thursday and Saturday. Like this is my new passion. I'm loving it. That's awesome. And I'm. I'm beat all to pieces, but it's awesome exercise. It's a good time hanging out. Uh, we got a group of guys that are basically all guys from my church, and we've been slowly kind of glomming extra people on. <laughs> yeah. So it's been cool because, like, we, we started with a group of four that we're going to ride on Saturday, all, all people from church. Randomly picked up three other people on the way to the first trail and ended up riding for two hours with seven people, a few of which we'd never met before. So... Really cool way to oh, yeah. get out and enjoy the scenery, uh, God's nature, and and meet people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's it is a Very blast. Cool. I'm loving it. Apart from that, I I put a, a few more hours into Persona Five. I'm definitely gonna aim to try to finish that game, but it's so slow going. Uh, I've heard that it's like 90 hours if you yeah. do no extra like side content. Have you done side content? Yeah, a little. <laughs> so, and I'm only 15 hours in. So I finished the first castle and then played four hours and still didn't get to even start the stuff for the second castle. Oh my goodness. It's just, it is, there's so much stuff you can do in that game. It's ridiculous. And it's one of my problems with the game, and I, I like the game in spite of it, is that. Like Majora's Mask or, or one of those types of games, there are finite, like, you are time-restricted. In fact, it's um, intensely time-restricted because it's like okay. you're living a life in the day of a teen, uh, a high school student. And yeah. so you wake up in the morning, you got your morning commute to school, and then you've got stuff going on during school. you got after-school activities and then evening or night activities. And you so have to pick, you like... don't do the thing what ends up happening like if, if you don't do what needs to be done during that time frame 
you can game over and have to try it again. I mean, so most of the time is like you're either going and training a skill or hanging out with one of the other members of your team to build their level up, your your relationship with them up, mm-hmm. or you're diving into dungeons. When with the proper castles and stuff, you know, it says like, oh, we're starting, we're starting our reconnaissance of this castle today. So you have to like get into the castle, get through checkpoints. And ultimately, you're trying to steal the treasure of the castle. It tells you straight up, like, you have 18 days left to do this. Oh, okay. And it reminds you every single day. But you still have to balance all the rest of stuff in your life. Your relationships, your skill building, your schoolwork. Like Just like work, real life. Working part-time <laughs> jobs. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all there. It's literally wow. all there. This sounds very anxiety-inducing. It is for me. Because, <laughs> like, Majora's Mask was the only game that I have ever gone step-by-step walkthrough with because I couldn't do the time stuff. Yeah. It, like, freaked I mean, me out. even, like, I like playing Pikmin, but even that, especially the first game, the second and third game, not so much, but the first game, super anxiety-inducing, where you're just, you know, freaking out about if you have enough ship parts and... Like, oh, I didn't read my quota for the day, so I'm going to have to pick up another one for tomorrow. And, uh, yep. Yeah, like, I was talking to Rob, and and he's playing through it, too. I will say one thing about this real quick before I get on that topic. This is the first game I've ever bought DLC costumes for. Because the female characters kind of skimpy dressed. So I went back. They released a bunch of DLC with all of the dress from all the games. Okay. Like all the Persona games, and I found oh, the one where cool. they looked the most dressed, and I bought that DLC. <laughs> it was eight bucks for one set of DLC costumes. Huh. For just costumes, do they even do yeah. anything, or is it just all aesthetic? It's cosmetic. It's it's aesthetic, but aesthetic. I'm it's either it's either that or I look at this skin tight lycra cat outfit for ninety hours. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, LJ says eight dollars for modesty. There you go. <laughs> so it, that's real frustrating. Um, the game is full of foul language and very adult themes. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely not one you want kids playing. Which is weird since they're high school kids, but that's that's anime for you. I mean, okay, it's so a lot of what they set up as the as the enemies of like the owners of these castles mm-hmm. are are corrupt adults. Okay. And they go out of their way to say these are adults who have abused the system. Huh. Okay. So it's it's really interesting as a thirty two year old man playing through this story though. <laughs> <laughs> and the combat's really fun. You like it's almost got a Pokemon sort of element where you're getting these persona. But you have to like you can't just throw a ball and catch them. You have to knock them down and then actually have text-based negotiations with them based on their personality. Oh, okay. Huh. And you can either negotiate and get them on your team or, like, bribe them for an item or just straight (laughs) out kick the crap out of them. And then you can fuse them all together to get new persona. I mean, it's really wild. There are are probably 30 mechanics playing together in this game. What's an example of... uh using personalities okay so hmm uh like one of the an angry one and a happy one is that a, i don't know <laughs> so basically you're t- you're fusing persona types each persona has a personality so like okay you know 
the Jack Frost is one of the most popular ones. It, it looks like a little happy snowman. Okay. Happy um, but snowman. Jack Frost is, uh, I can't remember what his type is, but he's, uh, man, he's got a, a spell called Bufu, which is like ice. Okay. And Mubufu is ice level two, that sort of thing. So it's, it's very similar to a Final Fantasy sort of system. Okay. Got it. Um, cool. But yeah, like, so you might fuse an, a smaller ice creature with another creature, and then their power combined will give you a Jack Frost. Okay. That inherits skills or whatever. It's and it's all based on social links. It's it's nuts. So there's a lot there. Uh, apart from that, so that's been my real heavy stuff for the week. That's been the heavy game I played. The counter to that, I've been playing Clicker Heroes. Clicker Heroes, what a classic. <laughs> and I've been playing that on my Xbox One. Oh my gosh, I didn't so even I'm, know it was on Xbox One. I have it on PC. Yeah, I'm getting Xbox achievements. So you probably got like quadrillions of dollars. I know, now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, now I kind of want to open it up and see. Just <laughs> open it up once. I back into it. Ah. I've been firing it up for like 15 minutes every night. Like boosting up and buying, you know, everything I can. Yeah. And then I activate all the skills on the left side at once to try to burn yeah. through whatever bosses I'm on. I do that too. What? It's I it's block. ridiculous. It's it's okay. just a clicker it's a game. Free. Okay. It's like cookie cut a cookie clicker, but different. It's better. I admire. It. <laughs> it's okay. fantasy based. It's it's it yeah, it's fun. like a fantasy game. It's uh, super addicting. It's on um, I I think it's on iOS and Android. It's it like a mobile game. Wilson. It definitely yeah. is on mobile, but it's also on PC and apparently Xbox One and probably other consoles too. It's very um, simplistic. It's yeah. But yeah, it's just something. I was sitting there waiting on my brother to finish up a game of Smite so that I could jump in and play with him. I was like, what can I do? And I start looking through the free Xbox games. It's like, oh, a clicker game. Clicker heroes. <laughs> I was like, I'll goof around with that for a couple minutes while I'm waiting on him. And a week later, I'm like, I've probably got 15 hours logged in that stupid thing. I'm pretty sure it's, like, the second most, um, like, if you look at Steam and you can see how many hours you put in each game, I'm pretty sure it's one or two, it's probably second or third highest hours for me just because I've had it on for so long. That's hilarious. All of last year, I would always have it on. Even if I left, I'd have quicker videos going. It's fun. Uh, I mean, it's goofy. And and really, it's, it's nothing but watching numbers go bigger and bigger and bigger, and you get critical hits every now and then, but... There's something satisfying about it. Yeah, there's nothing guilty about it unless you're actually paying money. That's yeah. when you know you've lost the game. Yeah, you're always I've... winning. You'll only lose if you give money. <laughs> yeah. And I guess there's a way to like prestige kind of. Uh, I don't I don't know. Yeah. Like a manhotep has a skill that you can unlock to basically reset everything, I guess. Yeah, there's ascensions. So you basically um you get hero souls every time you ascend, and so you basically go back to the beginning. But if you have gilded heroes, they stay gilded, so it's easier for you to work back up. Okay. Um, yeah. So you okay. you have to keep restarting your game essentially, but what does that? What benefit of, does that give you? Uh, once you get, <laughs> basically the the entire premise of it is you're trying to get through as many levels as quickly as you can. And each time that you send back to the beginning, you get um, stuff that will let you do it faster. You eventually get uh, shoot. I don't remember. They're like they're like mystical beings where you can get one and it will 
make it so buying your next hero is cheaper or that you get more attack per click or something like that. So okay. it makes it just easier. Um, okay. But yeah, that's what those do. You'll see. Classic you'll, you'll clicker. I mean, yeah. I played, uh, what was it, Chicken Farm? The, that one where you, you <laughs> the Chicken Farm clicker game. <laughs> and I played that a lot. So yeah, yeah, it's it's just a goofy clicker that I fire up and goof with for a few minutes a night. Um, and then I, I put about an hour, maybe two hours into Dragon Quest Heroes 2. I played the first one through to completion when it came out. And this game has all the charm and more. I'm really enjoying it so far. It's just, I, I promised that I, myself, and, and I'm, my goal is to finish Persona 5 so I can write a review for it on the site. But, uh, I'm trying to get some Dragon Quest time in when I'm able. And I'm enjoying it. Um, but with that, we can move on into some gaming news. We only have a couple of things. They're just kind of neat little stories. Ben Heck, I don't, do y'all know who he is? No. No. Okay, Heck he's no. A, <laughs> he's a YouTuber that does a lot of mechanical and electrical engineering things, but he does okay. it so that like he records himself doing all these builds of stuff. And you right. go back, like, he, he, he ran all the wiring and did everything himself, the circuit boards and everything to do a, a Game Boy that was like eight feet tall with working oh, buttons cool. and everything, like yeah. green cool. screen yeah, image and all that. That's, cool. that's one of the things he's done. He's done a ton of stuff like that. Well, he recently got his hands on that Nintendo PlayStation prototype that was floating around years ago, yeah. you know? And he got in there and got to fiddling with with everything, and he has it working. That's oh crazy. Oh, my gosh. So Ben Heck got the Nintendo PlayStation were there operable games I mean, at least like prototypes of games made i don't know i've i've not checked super into like i've not read up on the specifics of it yet i just saw huh. the headline but if anybody was going to get that thing working it doesn't surprise me that it was ben heck that did it <laughs> for sure if you guys yeah. haven't checked his stuff out you really should it's super interesting stuff and he likes video games like he made his own xbox 1 laptop Okay, yeah. <laughs> sort of. So, like, he does his own wiring and engineering and stuff. Super cool. It's pretty awesome. neat. Did you hear about... I didn't put it in the notes anywhere. Uh, so, I got really excited and really sad yesterday. There was a headline. You said I just read the headline made me think of it. Yeah. Um, headline ran, read that PS4 was developing, was releasing a Jack and Daxter 4. Oh, yeah. I, heard I did about see that. that. Yeah. And I was so excited. <laughs> And then it is, it's Jack X, the racing game, is going to be brought oh. over for... Boo! Uh, yeah. Not, uh, I legitimately, as soon as I saw that headline, I was like, Cody's going to be jazzed. I was, I've never been so happy and then so sad so quickly. <laughs> uh. That's really, you wait because of that. Like, they're yeah. going to see the backlash from that and we will get a Jack 4 I before hope. long. Exactly. It's all in the plan. I was so excited. Maybe that was their their testing. They were like, "Hey, we yeah. need you to do this terrible headline." Nobody's gonna buy Jack X Racing remastered. For this, what I was reading, it seems like it'll be with the collection. Whatever. So you get Jack and Daxter, Jack one or two and three, and then Jack X is in there. The they literally resell. Like, I bought the Jack collection on PS3. It's it's already tied to my PSN account. Are you gonna make me buy that again on PS4? You're Probably. not Nintendo, Sony. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I, I just thought about it because you were like, I just read the headline and I was like, you know what yeah. I read the headline to? <laughs> yeah. The other story that I found I thought was pretty neat. I, I watched a video of it 
There is a uh, a South Korean presidential candidate that had an <laughs> ad campaign video released that is done in the style of an Overwatch play of the game. Well, Music know, and all. He's sending it all the votes then. Like she, he, he knows she. his audience. She? She knows yeah. her audience. That's exactly right. Like South Korea's full of Blizzard fans, right? Yeah. So good. It, it really I mean, is showing of the culture there. So I don't know a politician doing that here, I don't know if it would be as huge. No, yeah. it wouldn't. People That's would think he's uh, he's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also don't think people would catch it because like you showed it to me. And I yeah. I was like, I don't know what to watch because I haven't played Overwatch yet. I want to. Haven't. Uh, but in Korea, it's probably super relevant to everybody, which is super cool to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That reminds me, Blizzard has now officially released, re-released, uh, st- or they've released StarCraft and Brood War, the expansion, totally free for anybody to get. Of course, that game's it was made in 1996. Huh. So it's been around forever. I mean, it was a classic, but yeah. StarCraft. Um, not much in the way of releases this week. The big releases this week are NBA Playgrounds, which is kind of like modern-day version of NBA Jam. Okay. Which I, I actually think is kind of interesting looking. I, I'll at least watch some footage of that if I don't pick it up. Oh, yes! Darksiders 3 got announced. Thank you, LJ. Oh, yeah. Um, Fury. So they, they said that it would be hard to do. They've already done War, and they did Death. And I think that leaves, what, famine and pestilence as the two horsemen in the Bible? Yeah. They said that there was no way that they could figure out how to make famine and pestilence fun, playable characters. So they they are changing the four horsemen of the apocalypse, and they will do uh, Fury and Strife. Okay. Fury's going to have a, a whip. And if I remember the video clip from Darksiders 2 well enough, I think Strife is going to be a... Uh, a dead eye pistol, pistolier, wild west sort of guy. Okay. Yeah. They could have made famine work. I've been a super skinny dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, but basically like a skeleton. Ooh. The the people that are working on it, the studio that's working on it is that it's comprised of people that made the first couple games. So it is the original devs coming back to work on this. And if you've ever, if you've not played the original Darksiders and you like Zelda, you play. should play the original Darksiders. Hmm. It's the best Zelda that doesn't have Link. So Darksiders, or, not Darksiders Zelda. 2? Darksiders 2 actually went a completely different direction with the way that it plays. It doesn't play like a Zelda game at all. It's more okay. like an open world flowy RPG, like an action RPG. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in fact, on the PS4 right now, at least when I looked over the weekend, you you could get a pack that had both Darksiders 1 and 2 in it called the Fury Edition. It had both of them in it for 20 bucks right now. Oh. For the PS4. So, it's going to be $40 once it's back up to full price, but they had it on sale for 20 Right. Well, 40 is still not too bad for two games. I mean, they're yeah. old games, but... Yeah. Oh, was, okay, so I was saying NBA Playgrounds coming out this week. Strafe comes out this week. It is a first-person shooter that looks like it was made in 1995. Okay. I mean, it's super blocky. It, it just huh. it looks like one of those old shooters. And, Someone uh, got excited about uh, 007, Goldeneye. It Goldeneye. might look blockier than 007, but yeah, kind of that same time era, yeah. And then Atlas's game of the week is called Birthdays the Beginning. 
the idea is kind of that you create a creature and you can help it grow and evolve and mutate and adapt to this world. And so it's kind of a life simulator almost. Strafe looks more like uh, Doom, old Doom that it does, Goldeneye. It, it looks block. I mean, like Doom was all sprite based. Yeah. Yeah, maybe more like Quake. That's a good idea. Yeah, LJ said Quake. That's a good comparison. Quake was 3D models where Doom was 2D sprites in a 3D okay. world. So, yeah, it looks like the old Quake. That's oh, a good, good Quake. call. Yeah, I see that too. Yep. Yeah. But that's that's really about it for, for gaming this week. How about you, Shelly? Uh, I didn't do too many geeky things this week, but one big thing is I finally finished Legend of Korra. Uh, finished <laughs> that whole series. Uh, you know, super late, I know, but far late than ever. I already kind of knew about the big controversial thing at the end. Um, just because I knew the internet blew up about it and there was no avoiding it. But, um, the rest of it wasn't spoiled for me. I was still super excited about the rest of it. Um, honestly, I really enjoyed season four. I thought it was, uh, really good. It was just, and I mean, I guess, I don't want to like, have you guys seen it at all? Yeah, but I've seen the first couple seasons. But do you know the weird controversial thing that happened? Yeah. 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 Well, I'll just, and just in case anybody out there is like, plan on watching it. It does have something to do with romance, but I won't say anything more about that. It wasn't I just controversial. think that... it was just, I mean it was controversial, but I don't feel like it like it didn't to be. I think it was because it was so unexpected. Like it was out of nowhere. Yeah. And it wasn't really implied that heavy. It wasn't yeah. like until the directors or writers, whoever were like They just yeah, said, Oh yeah, that's what we did. That's oh, what we okay. did. Everyone was like, you know, either rejoicing um, or It was just like I mean it just follows how I feel about romance and all of Avatar. Um, that includes the first one, is that it's very unnecessary. Whereas, I mean, The Last Airbender, everyone thinks that Aang and Korra, or sorry, not Korra, what am I talking about? Aang <laughs> and um, Katara, Katara are like, you know, a cute couple, but they're, and they're always implied, and they do end up getting married and everything, but um, they don't make that a showcase. They don't make it a big thing. The same right. with um, all of uh, Sokka's relationships. They're always kind of there, but they're not made a big thing. Yeah. And I f- was hoping they would do that again in Legend of Korra, but they mm-hmm. ended up making all the romances the biggest yeah. things. Like, for season one, there's this big love triangle. It was so unnecessary. So I- it kind of followed that for me. Um, they should just was... turn someone into the sun since they turned Sokka's <laughs> girlfriend into the yeah, moon. <laughs> then it would have been I like, I forgot about that. My wow. first girlfriend forget about that. Moon. That was amazing. That's I haven't rough, seen it in years. <laughs> He's like, Gosh, I can't remember who no. he's complaining to. Someone's complaining to it him. Was he's like, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. rough, buddy. Yeah, that's rough. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. got rough, into the moon. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, gosh. Um, so good. So, yeah, it just... Korra again, got mech I, suits, and therefore I like Oh, it. yeah. Oh, yeah, the steam machines or whatever. Gosh, yeah. I'm still not sure I feel about it, but, you know. Mech suits. I, I, overall, I definitely enjoyed Legend of Korra. It is not the Legend of... Um, it is not... Last Airbender. I keep mixing yeah. names. Gosh, the dang. Legend of the Avatar. Um, After All Last Airbender will forever be one of my favorite shows of all time. I Legend of Korra is good, but I don't want to compare the two because they are they feel so different. They're very different, yeah. They're so I read different. this theory that I love that Katara was supposed to be the next Avatar. But Aang that didn't makes die. No sense. Well, Aang didn't die, so Katara wasn't the incarnation. But if he would have died when he was supposed to, Katara would have been. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, actually, oh, that does. Because it was supposed to be a water tribe. It was supposed to be a, water, a female waterbender. It'd be so cool. Oh. 
Wow. Okay. That is. Yeah. I read this whole thing. I was super interested. You're like, that makes no sense, Cody. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I see. If he had, if he yeah, had died. Yeah, if he had died, she would have been it. the next Avatar. Which yeah. would have been interesting because she wants to mom everyone. Well, if he had died, when? If he had died way back then, because she wasn't alive, she wasn't Instead born of freezing himself years. in the ball right. of ice. Right, if he wouldn't have froze, but lived his life out the way he should have, then she would have become the Avatar. Oh. Uh, so, yeah. like, if he would have died of old age... Like, he, he would have been really old, though. He would have died when he was 112. No, not yeah. 112. Because she's, like, 12. About 100. Yeah, so 100. So you get 100 okay. years old. That's, yeah, yeah, just, okay. <laughs> I, can, I guess I can see it. That would have been so weird, though. Oh, my god. Her with all that power would have been bad, though, I think. I Alternate think just universe. Nah, pretty much. I mean, she's already so cool. She's super good at healing and doing spiritual stuff, um, yeah. especially in Legend of Korra. I really like what she did, what they did with her character um, and with some of the other characters. I was so sad show. that Sokka died, and my wife was like, well, it makes I sense. Know. He is an idiot. And I was so uh, mad. <laughs> I wanted to see more of him. I'm just thinking Old about all the Old Sokka is best sad. Okay. Um, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I finished Legend of Korra, and that was, again, um... I really enjoyed it, but I definitely would not, not fairly compare it to The Last Airbender, because The Last Airbender is just so good. Um, so I did that. I also played a lot more Fire Emblem. I've been really bad at like trying to keep track of playing it. This is um, not Fire Emblem Heroes. Fire Emblem the Blazing Sword. That's the seventh Fire Emblem game, technically. But it was the a first one of Blazing America. Um, so I'm playing more of that. I'm actually... I don't think I'm necessarily close to the end, but I think I'm getting there i think i'm uh, there's 30 ish chapters i think and i think i just got to chapter 25 so okay. i'm getting yeah there. you're not that far then yeah so that's great i'm really excited to finish it and to start the next one that has roy and then eventually get to ike's games because i really i've always wanted to play those but i gotta play them all in order so um, oh okay yeah but Finally, the story is starting to pick up. It was really slow for me at the beginning. I wasn't really sure. I was just sort of trucking through it like, okay, I know it's going to get good, but when will it get good? Now it's getting good, so I'm super happy about it. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's that's sort of all the geeky stuff I did this week. Um, sort of segueing over to movie news. Um, we all know that Marvel movies are amazing. Some people yeah. know... That the TV, Marvel TV shows are amazing. I actually don't know because I don't watch it. Um, <laughs> I know. But people have always been talking, hey, will they ever actually cross over or do anything where they're actually mm-hmm. in the same, the exact same universe type thing? Um, it sounds like there's a good chance in the future that they will cross over. Yeah. According to Feige. Like Daredevil and the Avengers, himself. you mean? Yeah. Yes. He said as long as both things are being made. Uh, okay. Kevin Feige, it's how you say it, right? Not Feige? Or no, it is Feige. I, I always call it Feige. Yeah. Either way, Kevin. Um, Kevin. He uh, he said as long as both are being made, sooner or later they'll cross. Yeah. Okay. Huh. But, I mean, they definitely, he didn't give any sort of date. He yeah. just, it was very vague. So, it's, there is a chance of it not happening, but there is a chance of it happening. So, yeah, that's exciting, I I'm think. I'm hopeful. Um, I feel like with Infinity War... They're gotten to the point now where they're spending so much money 
Yeah. That they're just kind of like, <laughs> we can do that. That's fine. Like, that'll be super expensive and a lot of hard work, but why not? It's selling. We might as well. I mean, yeah, sure. It's one of the most <laughs> expensive movies they've ever, like, anyone's ever made, I think, Infinity War. Just because oh of all the it's casting. just because yeah the casting I'm just ah, it's ridiculous I'm so excited though I need to yeah. see Guardians of the Galaxy two I need to see it I will see it tomorrow I heard I heard it's amazing I've I've talked to people who have saw seen it and I haven't heard I a single bad thing I am so I'm, excited I'm planning to go watch it this weekend we we told some friends from church like me and my brother were gonna go yesterday and watch it but my brother and I were like look. The, my, our friends from church said, we, we still need to watch the first one. I said, okay, we'll <laughs> wait on you if you can watch the first one this week and we go next weekend to watch two. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, Speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, uh, Coley Bryant wrote our Bible study for that. And that's up on the website. Yes. Yeah. Um, yep. Check it so out. I have not read the Bible study yet. He said that he did his best not to spoil anything, but this the main problem of the movie um is heavily focused on in the bible study and so i didn't want to read it because i want to go in as blind as possible and the commercials have done really well in not telling you what's going on like we know i have no idea what's supposed to happen his father's involved and gold people and that's all i know Mm -hmm. the only thing i know is that is that the raccoon stole some batteries (laughs) (laughs) does anybody have any tape (laughs) um also uh, because one of my friends saw it uh, Friday night, I asked her for confirmation if there are five extra credit scenes, and there yes. are. Okay. So stay for the end. Stay till the light. The theater turns I on read their that lights. None of them set up Infinity War, which is ridiculous. <sighs> I don't. I don't need to know. Why? But I heard of that. So don't don't expect it. I guess. But maybe it'll be a happy surprise if it is. I don't, I don't want to but be corrected. I'm, yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping I could see it sometime soon, maybe mm-hmm. next weekend. I have no idea, but um, yeah, that's that's exciting. Uh, so switching from Marvel to uh DC, um, I don't know how many of you guys are excited for Justice League Dark, but it is yeah, it's gonna be quote a more personal story. So they're yeah. kind of. They're kind of changing the way that um, it's not going to be a classic comic book movie, it sounds like. It's going to be more personal, a little bit more intimate So uh, on the characters or something I'm like really that. I'm curious so, about that. Yeah, and they said it's it'll be focused on Constantine, but I, mm-hmm. I don't know what personal means. Like, Yeah. It'll be interesting. It's kind of a... Yeah, I'm not really sure. I, I mean, I don't really watch DC movies, especially animated DC movies just because I'm I don't really I don't know I'm too occupied with Marvel the but animated movies are the Wonder best Woman's this was live action though this Justice League Dark will be live action oh it will be okay yes but um the animated movie's already out and it was crazy oh yeah that's that's right it already came out um but yeah if you are a fan of DC if you're a fan of Justice League Dark if you're excited um hopefully this is good news for you and not bad news yeah yeah that's uh, that's what I got for movies. That's what I got for my week. What you got, Cody? I so I have been super busy with some transitioning in life, so I haven't gotten to geek out too much. I played a little bit of ukulele, uh, like today I think, and I think that's part of it. 
is I keep saying my excuse is that I'm really busy, but I think that I'm like, I'm a little bored with ukulele at the moment, and I have quite a bit to do still, and I have this weird thing where I have to beat a game before I move on to another one. Mm. And so I think it's just blocking me from playing a game. Uh, I need... They're not jiggies in this. They're called pages. Uh, for anyone who played the old Banjo Kazooie games, uh, but I need, I think, forty more of them, um, and I've gotten all the levels unlocked. And so, there's about twenty-five in each level, so I have, I have quite a ways to go. Uh, Sounds like you need to just buckle down and get it out of the way. Yeah, but I try to, and so I've gotten all the easy ones basically. Um, and so I'm going level to level and trying to get a bit of the more harder ones. Uh, and so I have to give up on the one that I'm at and go to the next one. And there should be some more accessible. Because there's the last couple levels I've barely got anything in. Um, but yeah, I need to beat it. I need to be, just be done with the game. It's been fun. Yeah. Uh, I was going to go back and like cheat, read where all the stuff is after hmm. I've beaten the game. So that I could 100% it. But I don't think that's going to happen. Um, as novel as it was, um, I kind of just want to go back to Zelda. <laughs> You were champion. Yeah. You were the ukulele champion to me. Yeah, I was so excited. It's not a bad game. It's just, it's novel. That's the best way to put it. Like it's the nostalgia is what it's got going for it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so now that like the nostalgia's kind of wore off, I'm like, uh, um, I hope they make a sequel though. I I'd be down to play another one. I love this style game. I hope that they keep, um working on them and kind of evolving them what would you um, call the sequel to kalele to kalele that's i mean oh! banjo tooie oh <laughs> the banjo kazooie <laughs> sequel was literally banjo tooie yeah to kalele to kalele there you go you heard it here first <laughs> <laughs> uh still watching my now. shows sounds like i watch soap operas watching my shows uh no no soap operas but Into the Badlands, Agents of Shield, both have gotten crazy. Um, Agents of Shield got really good all of a sudden. It's been a good season, but uh, it like, oh, and Flash, Flash had a huge reveal, and that's all I can really say. Um, they revealed the um, Savitar, who the bad guy is. They revealed um, his true identity. Um, that was that was really cool. Uh, and then something kind of cool is I should probably keep facing the mic here. Uh, I've worked <laughs> on my set. I have a new set uh, for videos it and stuff. So good. I'm so excited for it. I can't do much with it right now, but I'm hoping to be up and running in some capacity within the next month. Uh, so I'm, I'm really excited. That's kind of that's been taking up most of my time is working on this new set. It's a very geeky. It's got the action Bible on it. Um, some pop vinyls and a Firefly graphic novel. So I'm I'm stoked. It's a ton of geeky stuff in one room. Cool. Uh, yeah, but that's that's basically what I've been geeking out about. Oh, and I almost forgot the Dungeons and Dragons. Still haven't hey. played it. People are probably getting annoyed at me when like I'm about to play it, but I, I actually did get a character. Um, I I didn't make it so. Since it's our first time playing Dungeons & Dragons and the Dungeon Master, it's his first time being a Dungeon Master, uh, decided to go with like a starter thing of Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, and so there's a list of characters, and then we all chose one. Uh, and the character that I chose was Lawfully Good, 
he's a fighter and he's a human um, and he has no intelligence and no charisma so he's an idiot with good intentions <laughs> okay and uh, I'm, I'm excited to see how that plays out we will be doing that not this Wednesday but next I think so it'll be about three or four weeks before you hear about it on the podcast yeah. you always okay. need one of those characters in a party though you always need the fighter who isn't super good at thinking, but can just kill people like mad. Yeah. Well, the last time <laughs> and then I you got the squishy, similar. the squishy mage who knows everything but can't take a hit. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the last time, so we didn't play Dungeons and Dragons last time. We played something very similar, uh, and I was a hobbit thief. Um, like I said, it wasn't uh, Dungeons and Dragons, but basically the brute kept telling me like because i was listening to someone else kind of tell me what to do because he had played before and he was like you're gonna go in front of the bad guy and then you're just gonna get thrown so they doesn't hit me and then the the brute on our team would just hit the bad guy and we just did that over and over and it was the worst feeling literally being thrown across the board over and over um <laughs> and then i would just be healed uh, and i'd come back and they'd throw me again <laughs> so oh i'm glad gosh. to have muscles this time yeah <laughs> so it's so nice i remember um i mean my first DD character was a rogue and not that rogues are terribly squishy but they're really they're <laughs> for people who they're, they're glass cannons so that's wow. them but um the character i'm playing now is a fighter with some ranger dual classing with it um it's yeah. so nice because she has the most health in the party and she could just kill people she has like double time it's amazing it's so different <laughs> but it's so great i could just kill people ah <laughs> very cool i so i don't know what all the attributes do yet but i i wish that i had charisma because i love having charisma in things and like fallout 4 i did all charisma but yeah um you know we'll we'll see i i gotta learn in the game this i feel like yeah. i want to learn a lot more from yeah. doing this i'm game excited and to hear about your experience yeah well we'll go on fun adventures um and then in the tv stuff that i'm geeking out about we just talked about agent shield a little bit ago in humans um is they're saying it's gonna feel like a movie uh, so i don't know what that means as far as like are they putting a ton of budget into it um i know the guy that played ramsey bolton i can never remember his real name on uh, game of thrones is the villain uh-huh. in this and he's played a great villain in game of thrones um, but they're putting the first two episodes on IMAX, so okay. they must oh. trust it. Like yeah. they must have a lot of faith in the show. It is a yeah. mini series, um, so hopefully it's good. Hopefully, Angels of Shield impacts it a little bit. Um, there's rumors that it will. We don't know for sure. I still just kind of wish Inhumans was gonna be a movie in the first place. Yeah, because mm-hmm. what's his name? Vin Diesel was gonna be the the Black Bolt or whatever the guy's name is. Um, oh. I don't think it's Black Bolt. Whoever the thing is with, like, he opens his mouth and then he screeches and breaks stuff. Got it. Yeah, I, I thought that was funny that they were like, we'll give Vin Diesel another role, but he still can't really talk. <laughs> huh. Because uh, he's Groot, for those who don't know. Yeah. Uh, and then 13 Reasons got picked up for a second season. Um, and the reason that I brought this up is because I know it's been super controversial. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely. I've read things from psychologists saying that it's um, a bad show for people who are suicidal. Yeah. Um, basically, yeah. 
the main thing I've heard is if you're not depressed or suicidal, you have to watch it, apparently. But if you ha- are suicidal, stay away from it. There's It's two ends of an extreme, so yeah, that's I've heard like I've it, heard. it justifies it for a lot of people. Um, so just kind of be wary of that. I, at first, when I read about it, I got kind of excited. I was like, oh, cool. It's good that they're taking this important matter and bringing it to light. But... Uh, the fact that they're bringing it into a second season after so many people have said it's so dangerous seems like they're really monetizing on a very yeah. real issue. I I wonder, because it's based off of a book, and I remember a lot okay. of my friends read the book and really enjoyed the book. And I was actually considering reading it back in, whenever it came out, this was like junior high, I think. So it's the book's been out okay. for a while. Um, and I just remember hearing, oh, they're going to make a series about it. I'm like, oh, okay, let's see how that goes. I did not anticipate it blowing up this much as it has. So I am yeah. concerned. I'm wondering how close it's going to the book or if they're trying to make their own thing from it. Yeah. So, I, yeah. That I don't know. Um, I just hope that it doesn't hurt anyone. Um, yeah. I haven't watched it myself. It, it definitely worries me just reading everything I did. But um, that's also how the media works is like. It might be a bigger deal than it actually is. Um, I don't know. I can't I know without seeing it. And I'm probably not going to see it just because from what I've read, I don't want to give them those views. Uh, mm-hmm. that, so read that. And that's why they make a second season. Yeah. yeah I feel that. So, uh, yeah. And then the last thing in TV news for those people who love sci-fi out there, BBC is making a War of the Worlds TV show. Uh, for those it's who don't know, War of the terrifying. Worlds. <laughs> yeah, War of the Worlds nineteen wasn't it like thirty eight. They did the radio thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then it became a book, and then um, Tom Cruise made a movie. Was it Tom Cruise or Brad Pitt? Someone like that. Yeah, I think it was Tom Cruise. Um, and now BBC is making it. But the thing that excites me about it uh, is that it is in Victorian era. So. I'm oh. really hoping it has a steampunk aspect to it. Oh, that'd be so cool. There's a there's an animated movie that was a steampunk War of the Worlds, and they actually like fight back with their steampunk stuff. Um, oh gosh. Mm. So I don't know if that's where they're going. It doesn't say, but it's a sci-fi. I hope they do. Either way, I think a Victorian area uh, War of the Worlds would be really cool. Uh, It'd be wild for sure. Yeah, I I really liked. And I know not many people did. Cowboys and Aliens. Never oh, saw it. Oh, I remember that. I never saw it all the way through. I saw parts of it. But. It was way... Like, it was cheesy. The aliens were there to get gold. Um, Like, it was super... But, like, the beginning of that movie was a good Western. Like, you didn't need aliens in it. Um, yeah. It was just a good Western. And so then it turns into this weird sci-fi thing. Um. So I really like the idea now of aliens, but in the past where it would be even crazier. Like we would have no defense against them uh, and seeing how we adapt and Mm -hmm. do stuff. Uh, And yeah, that is basically, basically it. Uh, Make sure you check out the Guardians of the Galaxy Bible study one last time. I'll give Colby a shout out for that. Oh, I I just saw something earlier today. Today is the 19-year anniversary of Trigun's release. <gasps> wow. That's cool. 19 That's years like ago as today. as old as me. That cross sure is heavy, mister. That's because it's so <laughs> full of mercy. 
Uh, if you haven't <laughs> seen that anime, go see that because uh, it's awesome. That's it. Really it's, is. It's an excellent anime. I um, you, you got to get through the first few episodes. It is kind of hard. It's only first... thirteen episodes long. Yeah. So the first few episodes go a little slow, then it picks up. Um, it's got a. I want to put quotation marks. Can't see my fingers. Christian in it. Um, <laughs> yeah. He is yeah. a. He's a Catholic priest, but he is a. Uh, um, interesting man. Not not in a bad like stereotypical way. Uh, he's a gunslinger. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas D. Wolfwood. He brings around a uh, portable confessional, so that uh, to get paid. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Got it. And he is in Firefly. There's that. Um, doesn't your Bible say something about not shooting people? And he goes, or killing people? And he goes, it does. But it's really shady or shaky on uh, shooting people in the kneecap. They say that in Trigun. And I think Trigun was first to say it. And then Firefly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, it's just really good. It's about. Without getting too much away from it, it's one of my favorite animes. So now I'm super excited. Yeah, so. it's, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nineteen years ago today, man. One of the best gunslingers in this alien Western world, um, and he doesn't want to kill people. He doesn't want to like hurt anyone. He's a pacifist. But he's made to, like he's got a larger than life persona that follows him. Yeah, or precedes him rather. He, he's not necessarily a good person either. He just no he doesn't kill people. Um, Are you Vash the Stampede? <laughs> and his voice. I watched the English dub. Uh, yeah. The, his voice goes from so serious to really high-pitched. Um, yeah. It's awesome. Go go watch. Anyways, we'll, we'll have the podcast there. Tricon cool. is great. You can end this. You can go find some Tricon. I don't know where you can watch that. You used to be able to on Netflix. Can't do that anymore, I don't think. Eh, somewhere. I'm sure Crunchyroll Ooh. have it. I was going to say, it might be on Crunchyroll. I'd, I'd bet yeah. you can find it on Crunchyroll. So, go do that. All right, anything else, guys? I think that's it. Nope. All right. Joe, where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at the shellshock 24 and Twitch at shellshock 24 <laughs> uh, And I'm going to be really specific this time on Facebook at facebook.com slash armorcody because I'm really trying to push that right now. Um, and yeah, keep praying, keep gaming, and God bless.